Welcome back, everybody. I, I am really excited to talk to somebody who has appeared on uh, some of my favorite shows and shows that uh, Juan is an Emmy winning, uh, Emmy basically winning everything show uh, that he was a part of early on. And the other is the show that I truly enjoy uh, for the last you know couple of years. I'm a few episodes behind, but I'm talking about the boys. And the first show was, of course, Shit's uh, Creek. Uh, please welcome to the show, Mishka Tibur. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's it's my pleasure. Listen, shockwave, you know, for to have the shockwave <laughs> on the show, I'm I'm shocked just by by having that. I talked to you know my associate who's uh, who's kind of reaching out to all the publicists and uh, everybody else. I said, listen, I love boys. I I need to have you know uh, I need to have as many people from the boys as I can get. So you are the first uh, one that uh, that's coming on from the boys. So yeah. I, I'm very excited. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Schitt's Creek, I actually talked to another wonderful uh, Canadian actress uh, that uh, that did a bit part in uh, in Schitt's Creek before. So you're the second from Schitt's. Um, and, you know, we're working on getting, you know, the, the other folks on because I love that show. My daughter loves that show. Uh, the boys, I'm watching alone. Uh, my kids, uh, I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, not really for kids. Not really yeah. for kids. Yeah, I, I have a 16-year-old daughter and an uh, almost an 11-year-old son. And the son is like, keeps speaking at it, like, what are you watching? Oh, the boys. Like, yeah, not, not yet, but not, not, not yet. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, such, it's such an amazing uh, premise. I, I did not read the comic books. I wasn't aware uh, that it existed in the comics uh, mm -hmm. until obviously it came out. And, you know, it's on Prime. And last year, I just kind of uh, happened to come across it, like, yeah, whatever, I'll, I'll watch it. And then the first scene is like, oh, yeah. okay, sure. I, I yeah. I'm in, and then that was it. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, they, so, they don't mess around with that show. <clears throat> they do not, and thank God that they don't. Yeah. Uh, I I don't want them to mess around. Again, there are certain things that you know. Now that I read uh, a little bit more about the comics, there are certain things that they should probably stay away from. <laughs> yes, but. Um, you know, they're they're going as far as they can go, including you know the the giant penis and, and all. So um, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's, it's, I, I still feel so bad for the whale. Uh, I like I feel <laughs> poor deep. Uh, I, I think yeah. friends, I feel terrible, but it's it's the mark of the show that it's going there. It's not just yeah. pretending, it's going there. And if you're if you're a butcher. And you're seeing that thing in front of you. What are you gonna do? And that's exactly what you're gonna do. And you know, I, I I love shows that are taking these risks and they're not uh, they're not you know backing away from them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you play Shockwave. Uh, if people are yes. not familiar, uh, you know, because you're not wearing your your orange and and gray. I'm doing you know. Actually, I'm wearing I'm I'm more Shockwave than you are at the moment. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, so that uh again i think from from what i read please correct me if i'm wrong but from what i read um it started out as a as a guest spot and then they kept on kind of uh deciding to bring you back for more episodes is that correct yes that is correct uh mm -hmm. i thought it was just going to be the race and uh mm -hmm. some more things just kept uh kept happening so it was nice yeah and uh, again we're not going to push uh, because i'm sure you 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 can't say anything but you know, we've seen you. Uh, we've seen you recently, so there there might be some other stuff uh, that's uh, that's happening. And speaking of the popularity of the show, um, you know, Aaron Moriarty is, is another uh, you know person that I would love to talk to. And I was uh, you know kind of doing some research, and uh, she's spoken to a friend of mine uh, on his show. So the thing that blew me away is when you look at the IMDb star rating. Mm -hmm. Do you know what her star rating is right now? It blew no. my mind. Three. Wow. Three. Wow. Uh, now, I know, you know, uh, based on what's happening with COVID, uh, you're not going to have a lot of uh, movies. There's basically nothing being open. So you have mostly streaming services, but three? Right, right now, her star rating is three. And when you're looking at, you know, Anthony Starr, his star rating yeah. is, I think, 20, uh, 22 or something like that. It's, right. it's ridiculous is how popular show this uh, the show really is right now yeah yeah it's blowing up it's a it's a huge huge show right now and just like you said because we're in the middle of covid like a lot of people you know yeah. are running out of things to watch so they're they're jumping on it as soon as it comes out so it's it's working in their favor in that way 
And I'm, I'm so happy that they decided to, again, it's a very intelligent thing to do instead of releasing like they did with, uh, with the first one, instead of releasing everything up front, they're doing every Friday. So they're really creating this, yeah. uh, this ability for people to not just digest and go away, but to keep them at it. It's, it's a brilliant yeah. uh, decision. I, uh, as, as a user, I hate it. As, a, as an entrepreneur, I love it. <laughs> I, I get that. I get that. Yeah, I hate it as well as a, as a user. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but you, you guys are done shooting. Uh, uh, you were done, uh, I think, a little while ago, right? With uh, shooting season yeah. two, right? Yeah, correct. So now you can just sit back and, and watch and uh, see what kind of makes it in there. Because I'm assuming, you know, from, from being on set and knowing that there's a lot of stuff being shot, not all of it yeah. is you. So do you know kind of going into it, it's like, yeah, in this up, oh, crap, it's not here. <laughs> so do you have that uh, <laughs> happen too, or you're kind of used to it? Uh, no, I, it's mostly just been me. I haven't had a moment like that. The, the, the stuff that we're, it is, it is basically kind of stuff that we filmed offset and yeah. just uh where we did it in certain rooms with certain cameras or stuff like that where they're using it in a way that i don't know what's going to happen to it so i'll watch it and there's like a commercial or there's like you know a photo like like certain ways of of them using my character i mm -hmm. had no idea how they were going to go about doing that yeah. but uh the, the parts the parts of me it is me in the suit because they they made the suit to fit me specifically, which nice. was yeah, and it was uh, it was a very long time for them to create that suit. It took about uh, I had about like nine or ten fittings alone, so it was it, it was a very very long process. They made it from scratch, like so much work went into that suit. So because of that, you know, unfortunately only I could fit in it. So they had to shoot me with with me mostly in it. So that's right. But that brings up a whole host of other issues. So number one is that, you know, they made this suit in season one. That means that, you know, did you have to, did they do digital scanning of, of your body and, you know, body fat percentages and everything else and say, Mishka, you can't you can gain any weight or you can't lose any weight. So you have to be the same, in, you know, nine months later. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right about that. Actually, funny thing happened so they did actually do the the face scan the body scan all that stuff mainly for cgi but when when i uh when i first did i got i got fitted they made the suit and you know until it was comfortable and it fit there were so many you know trials for it and it, and then we got it to a perfect uh place so here's the, here's the funny thing that happened for season two the the suit because it was kept in Based on where it was stored, the okay. weather uh, ate it all up, and it got it got mold on it. It got completely destroyed, completely destroyed. So, uh, so when they decided to bring me back for season two, they had to build an entire suit all over again. So I guess that's where I was lucky. I mean, I my body size, I'm pretty sure it was the same, yeah. but they had to build a new one anyways. So, and we had to go through that. And actually, the second suit I think turned out much, much like even like far superior than the first one. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine that that suit would be exceptionally comfortable. <laughs> um, and I mean, okay, uh, you know, we, we talk about flash and we talk about, you know, kind of uh, you, as, as a runner, you know, you're going to yeah. have to have something that's form fitting. It's not comfortable. Uh, your suit seemed a little more comfortable uh, than, than the flashes. I'm not sure that it really was, though. It might have looked more comfortable, but to be honest, uh, I think well, the first suit specifically yeah. was was pretty uncomfortable. Like I, I think that one was was much worse, but the second one wasn't as uncomfortable. But you're never you're never comfortable to the point where it's like oh, I could I could be in this all day. I mean, everyone, anybody who plays a superhero, I find most of them actually you know just can't stand the costumes. And uh, uh, but but yeah, it was. It was fun. It was totally cool to be wearing that. So I didn't care. I was like, this is going to be fine. But when we when we shot the race, actually, yeah. uh, that was the hardest day because it was just the hottest, the hottest day of the summer that day in uh, mm -hmm. in uh, out in Hamilton. And it was it was so it was because the sun was on us the entire day and we had to we had to be out there sprinting in short bursts. But uh, yeah. Well, hopefully a lot of water and a lot of shade and a lot of uh, kind of a little breaks between because, yeah, that's, that could be tough. Yeah.
Yeah. And again, you're an athletic guy, but uh, still, what what people don't necessarily realize is that uh, acting takes a tremendous toll uh, on your body, on your you know mind, on your emotions, and then having to wear a suit on top of it, and then having to race over over and over. I, yeah, I can't imagine yeah. that was uh, that was any easy uh, trick to do. No. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. It's got it's got its challenges for sure, but I mean. You're, you're so pumped with adrenaline as well. So, it, it, you know, that definitely helps. And and as long as you love what you're doing, you're going to enjoy it. So I, I, I didn't complain at all. I, I'll never complain. It's just, uh, you know, grateful for the moment, grateful for the opportunity and just, you know, having fun with it. That's it. So no compound V needed. You had your adrenaline going. That was <laughs> That's right. I raced fairly. Okay. A train is one of these. I know. I know. Um, so... Uh, and by the way, we saw your cat, so that's that's very cool that you have a cat. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he, went, he went behind you, so he's somewhere. Um, yeah, so who's, uh, again, I, I, on, on set, there's always, you know, some sort of a rivalry going. So, you yeah. know, between uh, between Shockwave and, and A-Train, we know who really won. But uh, is is there a rivalry between you and the, and the actor who plays A-Train, whose name escapes me at the moment? Uh, Jesse, Jesse, uh, we, we, we had, we had a, we had a, uh, a very, it was a very, uh, it was a good rivalry, uh, oh. behind, you know, behind the scenes. We, we, we trash talked so much, but in the funniest way, the kindest way, we'd always laugh at each other. Uh, he's mm -hmm. just such a friendly, such a nice guy. And I think right off the top, you know, he kind of set that, that environment and that chemistry. Uh, between us you know he he came at me a little and that's when i knew it was okay to come at him a little and then you know from there on we just kept joking uh with each other and and it allowed us to play on set have some fun and, you know uh play within the moment and just you know let things happen when they did and that that's always fun as an actor so i'm sure then uh you there there has to have been a foot race between the two of you you know uh just just forget the for the forget shockwave and and a train but just <clears throat> you and jesse you know, did you do any racing? Are you allowed to say who won? I want to. I want to set this. I want to. I want to put this out there because basically, uh, whenever we did our short bursts uh, mm -hmm. and they they filmed and stuff like that, for I think like the first three or four shots that we did that, we totally looked at each other and we we're like, we're gonna race for real, okay. and. I, I'm not. I'm not just. You know. I'm not. You know. I'm not an overconfident guy or anything. But I. I beat him. I beat him each time. Okay, I was definitely faster than him. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. Okay. I definitely. Okay, well, we'll we'll leave it at that, Jesse. If you're watching, you're welcome to come on the show and <laughs> tell your side of the story. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the uh, the cool goggles. You know, uh, I know you said the suit uh, kind of went to waste after season one, but you know, were the goggles uh, that as well, or did they at least give you a chance to uh, to take them home and and have them? They they had quite a few pairs of those. Uh, I actually meant to get one and forgot on my last day uh, for the season. And then mm -hmm. and then I just so, you know, I, I'd love to get a pair, but unfortunately I didn't get one. But uh, but yeah, they had they had quite a few of those, which was really cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I really like the shades. Yeah. And I love the color I, again. I mean, I'm sure people yeah. can notice I, I love orange uh, and, and shades of it, but uh, did you at all have any input of you know we knew that a train is is uh, is blue but did you have any uh opinions or did anybody ask you hey what color do you want to be or they basically set it up they set it up i i came in on my first uh day of fitting and they had the design uh sketched out yeah they made a lot of you know changes throughout the the creation and things like that but um i think based on how it looked on me that's how they made those changes but the color, the color scheme was mostly the same at the beginning. They made some changes and stuff, but it was always primarily orange and kind of going from there. I know that they, because there's another Shockwave character within the, uh, I don't know which uh, comic universe, but in a different universe, I think it's Marvel. And mm -hmm. so they had to make sure to stay completely away from that character. So they wanted to make okay. sure their character uh, did not, <clears throat> you know, have any of those designs or color schemes. So they tried to keep it. The yeah. own their own unique shockwave in this world. I get you. <clears throat> no, that makes sense. Uh, I just, it's a really good design. I like it. So uh, yeah, same. They, they did a they did a nice job. Um, speaking of the you know the the DCU and the uh, MCU, 
um, if you had to play a character from DCU and then another character from MCU, which character would you say, oh, that's mine, I got to play that? That's tough. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of villains. Okay. So I think, I think, I mean, it's too big of a task. I mean, like it's, it's too big shoes to fill, but who wouldn't want to play the Joker? I mean, that's just one of the most iconic characters, right? Uh, it's tough shoes to fill for sure. Uh, and then I think in the other side, I actually would be a hero. I think Marvel wise, I'd love Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man is one of my all time favorites. So I, I think either one of those uh, would just be a blast to play. Absolutely. Hey, listen, with the with the spider, uh, you know, multiverse, uh, they're going to have many Spider-Men. You have three already. That's so true. you could be the fourth. Uh, and then the, you know, <laughs> spider, spider Woman as well. Is it Spider Woman or Spider Girl? Uh, sorry, comic fans. I, I, right. I, I think kidding. it's Spider Girl. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, for sure. For sure. So there's there's a chance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the interesting thing with uh, with Joker is, again, it, it's an iconic role. But it seems that you have more and more people that are kind of bringing their takes. And if, yeah. if they're smart, and I'm not saying that I'm brilliant, uh, but if they're smart, it's an opportunity to kind of have Joker be passed from you know, one person to another and have a different take on that. It's like that yeah. James Bond bod in a you know, one or two film uh, right. segments. Uh, I think that way it'll continue being fresh and interesting because... Uh, I think, you know, everybody has done a tremendous job. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Yeah. It's, I was Go just going to say, it's, it's, it's tough, tough shoes to fill when, uh, it's just, it's just as a, as a viewer, I'm just, I became such a big fan just from Heath Ledger's Joker and, uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. So it's like, I love that character so much. So yeah. I, and I can see how much fun it would be to play. But yes, at the same time, it's hard. It's got to be so hard as an actor to to yeah. create your own unique spin on a character that's been done so many times. And like just the level of which it's been played. So that that's where like, but who doesn't want that challenge, right? It's a nice challenge as an actor, but it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge, man. And the fan base, I mean, if you don't get it right, they're You're coming done. for you. You're done. You're done. So, so that there's so much pressure with, you know, within that. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's just an interesting role for sure. Yeah, and uh, you probably have to go full method uh, to do it, and uh, yeah. you know, only, only a few people can really pull it off. So it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's one of those really, really difficult roles that um, I'm definitely not good enough to play. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that you're at least thinking about it. It, it shows uh, the, the type of uh, person that you are and the actor that you aspire to be. So that's a good sign right there. Um, and you're in Toronto. So I, um, from what I understand, please correct me again if I'm wrong, but the boys are shot in Toronto. Is that correct? Or somewhere around? Yes. Yeah, it shoots in Toronto and all along the greater Toronto area. So just, yeah, in and out of the city, plenty of different locations within the city. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Toronto. Again, I'm in Chicago, so uh, Toronto, Chicago. We can we can look like many other places, and you can do New York, you can do you know yes. any metropolitan city. So uh, it's it's a great uh, great place to be. I think we, I can actually see a few buildings out of out of your window, depending on the light. Yep. Yep. That's <laughs> cool. Um, and you're originally from uh, from Haiti. Am I am I correct? Yes. Yeah. That is when, correct. when did you when did you come to Toronto? Uh, I think it's been, it's been 10, 10 years now. Yeah. 10 years. All right. uh, yes. I, uh, I was in Haiti. I grew up all in Haiti. I was, I was born in Miami, but I've mm -hmm. never lived in the States, uh, or at least not in Miami. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, grew up, grew up in Haiti for 19 years and then came after I finished school down there. Uh, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but uh, uh, came to Canada. I have two older brothers. They came to Canada as well. So I just kind of followed in their footsteps and was like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. And then, and yeah, so that's, yeah. So it's been 10 years here. Nice. And how did the whole uh, idea of acting come about for you? Uh, you said that you were deciding of what it is that you wanted to do with your life. Where, where did acting fit into that? So it, in Haiti, I, I, 
would do little sketches for school in front of the school things like that we never had an acting class uh, or anything like that so for me it was just kind of a hobby almost like playing sports you know i play basketball so it was kind of like that it was just you know it's just fun it's just fun so i started you know doing some sketches and, and uh performing some sketches on stage and it never thought never took it seriously it was just something for absolute fun and pleasure and as i finished school i really really could not figure out what I wanted to do. And mm -hmm. I never thought of, I just didn't think, I guess just being in Haiti, it's really difficult to kind of, cause it seems so far of a thing to reach and in terms of acting in Hollywood and just, you know, it just seems like a bubble. And it, it, so, so it seems far uh, when you're down there. And then, so when I moved to Canada, I took a year off, uh, didn't go to school. I just took a year off and mm -hmm. uh, worked some jobs and just kind of, took my time trying to figure it out. And my, my brothers actually uh, were the ones that pushed me. They said, why don't you just try acting, right? And so I was like, all right, fine. So I auditioned for some schools. It was kind of just out of annoyance. It's just like, all right, fine, I'll do that. I just auditioned for some schools. Mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, if I get in, then I will, I'll, I'll, I'll put the hard work in and we'll see what happens. We'll see if I can, if I really do, you know, hold up, find something here. And, and if I really do love it and, and that's essentially what happened. I just got into, I got into school and about my, I'd say my, my third year is when it really hit me. And when I was really like, I want to do this. And it just, it all just kind of came together. And was just, I really, really just started enjoying it just through Shakespeare, through tons of different, uh, you know, uh, forms of, of, of acting, you know, theater, especially. And, and then, eventually moving on to film and TV and things like that. So, so yeah, that's, that's how I got there. That's very cool. And again, Toronto is a beautiful place. Uh, uh, it's a great acting community. There are a lot of projects that are down in Toronto. So it's, it's a good yeah. uh, fertile ground to, uh, to explore. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> now, actually the interesting part of uh, Toronto in, in talking to a lot of the actors uh, from Canada, um, we're in, in a way Toronto and Chicago uh, even though there are more projects in Toronto now, but uh, we're we we have that same mentality that uh, if you want to work in the city, you have to go to LA. Um, <laughs> That's and it's because it's that secondary market uh, mentality. Now it's it's different. Uh, certainly, it is for Toronto and Vancouver. You know, uh, there is a lot more stuff uh, done there, but. Do you still find that that's the case where to be a main, you know, character uh, in a series, you have to be from LA or uh, or New York? I think it's it's less true now, like you said, especially with especially today. I feel like especially with with COVID and people doing things from home, it allows us. I mean, everything is going to is self tapes at the moment and uh, Zoom auditions. Yep. So essentially now, you know, if you're if you're not in that city, you can audition for things in those cities for those casting directors, uh, no matter where you are technically. But yes, I mean, in the end of it, I do think that being in LA is is you know if, they, if that's what you want to you know you want to achieve, be a you know series regular, be a lead on something. You do have to, I think, go there at some point and you've got to get into rooms. You got to meet people. You got to. And, and I have done that. I have gone to L.A. actually just these past few years and, uh, you know, got representation down there. I've had uh, tons of meetings with different networks and have, you know, started getting into into rooms and getting a lot of progress down there. So it's it's good. It's stepping stones. But I, I do think it is important. And it's funny because it it will ultimately help you in a big way, wherever, like if you do go back to Toronto, if you do go to Chicago, it helps you in a big way there, right? So yeah, it's just so that, you know, they can see you, they can know you. And so that if you are self-taping or if you are auditioning for something, we're like, oh, we know this guy. So they can trust you a little more. So it, it definitely helps. It's true. Cause it's, it's really all about trust and relationships. You know, if they, yeah. if they know you and they know that you're a good guy on set, then you can uh, be professional about your work. Then it makes things a lot easier for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and you've, again, you've, you've kind of had uh, from the Canadian experience, right? So you, you did as, um, you know, Schitt's Creek, which I adore and thank God 
that you know for streaming services that we're able to uh, to watch it because yeah. um, I caught on it uh, probably I think after season two I became aware of it uh, right. just because of Netflix and then you know started watching it and uh, was telling everybody about it before it kind of got notoriety uh, yeah. out here. But you you were in it uh, fairly early. Uh, and I know, you know, when uh, listening to Dan talk about it, Dan Levy, um, you know, he was saying that it's just kind of a really small show. We, we decided to do this and we didn't know uh, that, you know, it's going to go blow up. So when you right. were there, did it feel like it's kind of a small family show in the middle of uh, quote unquote nowhere where you didn't know whether it's going to be something big or not? Uh, I mean, interesting. Like it these were early days for me, even in starting my acting career. Uh, yeah. But uh, I still remember going there. It all happened really, really fast. That's what I remember. But going there and knowing Eugene, Legge, uh, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. I mean, these are legends, right? So, uh, you know, so I was starstruck immediately just being on set. It was a great experience. But yeah. I, I, because of those two alone, I mean, there's always going to be potential. You, you. So I have my thoughts, but once I got on set and we, you know, we did the work we we were shooting and things like that, I could tell there was something. I could tell it was going to be something. I knew it was going to be a long run. I, I was pretty pretty sure right off the bat. I thought Dan was really funny. I thought Dan was really 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 funny. Like the first day when I saw, I was like, I was like, this guy might be the funniest on the show to me. Like it, it was he was really funny to me. So I, I could tell, I could tell pretty early on. And it and it did have that small family type feel. It was it was really small. And and it because it was the first season, it would have been, you know, it'd be it would have been more interesting to see, you know, in the later seasons if I had been on the uh, on the set. It would be I, I would I could only imagine, you know, how much more of a tight-knit family it was on set. I, I can only imagine. So but first first season, it was already so many elements of that and you could tell that was shaping up and you know it, they were still figuring it out they were still working for you know uh, creating that chemistry and stuff but it was all the potential was there and in in my opinion i could see i could see this the blowing up happening and and where it is now i mean i to to have you know the emmy sweep though that that's incredible so yeah. i i couldn't have you know foresaw that but you know, uh, congrats to them, props to them, because yeah, they deserve it. So, yeah, it's it's definitely deserved. Uh, everybody that I know that uh, I talk to that <clears throat> has watched the series, uh, everybody loves it. So it, it, I I didn't find anybody who started watching it said, yeah, whatever, it's not for me. Nope, nobody. Everybody loved it, uh, including myself. It just it's it's that kind of uh, there's so much heart uh, to it. And the, again, like the boys, they're tackling issues. They're not shy, shying away from anything. Same thing with uh, with Shoots Creek, but they were dealing with things that are much more grounded in our reality. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. doing that and being open to it and being creative and loving about it is just, it's 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 one of those shows that you treasure. Uh, I, I, I don't remember if I cried uh, when I found out that it was, uh, that it was, uh, that it finished its run. I definitely cried during, you know, the last episode. That's for sure. So, yeah, it's it, it'll yeah. it'll always remain uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, it's it's huge over here in Canada, as you would imagine. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. And uh, again, it's like uh, I've I've been lucky that uh, that I get to talk to uh, Sujith uh, Varighese is is a oh, you know okay. of the show and one of the earliest people that I've had on, and he's on. Two of the bigger shows in Canada, you know, a comedy and a drama. Yeah, yeah, Kings and uh, Transplant. So, uh, oh, yeah, Transplant, of course. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I love Kings. Uh, and again, it's like I don't know if it's if it's a Canadian sensibility uh, of creating right. a show that is funny, it's sensitive, it has the heart, and it also shows a world that is like ours but better than ours and the world right. that we can be striving to be uh coming mm -hmm. as close as we can to it and both of you know kim's and schitt's creek are, are both in that same um you know feel for me and i love it yeah okay. so uh again I'm, i i think half of the people that i've interviewed are, are canadian actors either from toronto or vancouver so <laughs> it's like 
it seems like it's it's becoming more and more close to me and uh, <laughs> I tend to watch more shows as well so I love it yeah. um, uh, in terms of uh, in terms of acting right so um, I've heard you mention that um, uh, in just you know uh, a few minutes ago you've mentioned that as you were uh, kind of going through school as you were experiencing Shakespeare and then you started to kind of uh, fall in love with it what would you say is your acting approach after having gone through the training and now, you know, 10 years, well, uh, six, seven years later, uh, being on Dark Matter, being on The Boys, uh, uh, doing some things? What is your bitten is that another one? Uh, uh, what is your approach and something that you can say, okay, this works for me? Right. Uh, no, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, and that's, that's what I, I, I really got out of going to school was because, mm -hmm. Uh, the thing about acting is uh, that's challenging compared to other, you know, professions and whatnot is, for example, a, a violinist or a musician can every day pick up, you know, an instrument or an athlete can pick up a ball. Like, it's just much easier for them to work on that specific thing every single day. And by doing that, you're going to figure out, you're going to learn what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and how to improve on those. So that's what mm -hmm. school did for me. It was it, it was basically just a playground of just let me mm -hmm. try all of these different things, all learn these different techniques, learn from all these different teachers and and how they do things, and and then just apply it to myself and see what works. So mm -hmm. I always saw it as like what works for me. As opposed to, because sometimes I feel like people can be like, okay, so I have to do this, but that's not it, right? So I, I, for me, it was just kind of exploring all these different things and then building what worked best for me. And also just having uh, uh, the ability to just, like once you keep doing stuff over and over again, you're able to just develop new skills. And so uh, the shows and, 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 plays and things like that that we did at school allowed me to just develop new skills which as soon as I was able to tap into something and then the the goal was to be able to tap into it again can I get there again can I do yeah. it again right that's what we're all trying to do and as soon as you get there you you get a confidence of okay so I can do this I can do this I can do this and then so it becomes part of your whatever your acting bag or whatever right uh your bag of skills and so so I think for school that's what school did for me is it is it helped me have this you know just bag of skills that I could I could go in go into and get whatever I needed when I needed it and I had the confidence for that so uh, coming out into the real world and doing auditions for film and TV, I found that incredibly uh, useful and, well, a necessity to a certain degree because you just don't have the same amount of time. I mean, if you're doing a theater show, you work on it for such an extensive, extensive period of time that mm -hmm. it, it, it's easier in that sense. It's hard because everything's live, but it's it's uh it's just a completely different ball game in my eyes and so when you're when you're doing an audition and you get a script you know whatever it is you know you already got things going on in your day as as it is but let's say you get an audition and it's like you know 10 pages just full of lines and you got to do this by tomorrow right there's very little prep time so mm -hmm. for me it helped a lot with that because it's like okay what are my strengths and what can i bring to this already what what do i know i can already do and then let's see the other parts where I need to fine tune and work and also just being able to, you know, dive into a script and, you know, uh, figure out a character quickly, figure out the, uh, what the motive is and the situation of the scene, like all those things I learned at school. So it absolutely helped me in, you know, doing dark matter and getting those scripts and figuring out that character and then just, and then preparing. But then as soon as I, you get on set, you're just able to play. And that's it, right? I want to do all the preparation, do all the hard work so that I know who I am in this character and what is happening and all that. But uh, that was the thing that was different for me in film and TV was there has to be, I mean, that's just acting in general, I guess, right? It's just there has to be room to play. I just feel like there's there's sometimes more room in film and TV in the sense of, you know, there's 
there is blocking, but you're figuring out the blocking on the fly with these people and and you're actually there, you know, wherever you're shooting, you're most of the time you're there and you can actually envision it. Whereas theater, it's it's a little different. But but yeah, it's just it's just yeah, more room to play and, and things like that. Like it, yeah, it's it's two different worlds, but uh you learn a lot from both. Yeah, and uh, you know, in theater, you you have the opportunity to prepare. You have the opportunity to rehearse. You have the opportunity to, you know, kind of go right. linear with the character as opposed to on screen. Uh, you know, it can be shot uh, in in all sorts of different ways and out of sequence, but you have multiple takes, and uh, and you can really play. So it's like both both are different. Uh, both have their pluses and minuses, and you know, you adjust right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 toolkit is is important, uh, absolutely. So, um, one thing that uh, that I found uh, peculiar, uh, kind of uh, going back before I forget, because I kept on I keep on looking at my notes. I'm like, I need to ask him about his name, and I keep forgetting to bring it up. So, uh, <laughs> talking about you know shooting a sequence, by the way. So, in terms of your name, you know, as soon as I saw Mishka. Um, you know, I'm of the uh, the Russian background, so okay. uh, Mishka to me is a very familiar uh, name because yeah. name Michael or Misha. Now uh, in yeah. Russian, we would refer to them uh, to people who we know. We would refer right. to them as Misha, uh, but I've never seen it here as a, as a name. So w- where did that come about? <laughs> that is that is all my dad. That is just my dad loves different names he just wanted us to have more unique names and he just he just he liked certain names my my mm-hmm. uh i got two older brothers one of them is named nikolai another russian name and the other one's york which is okay. uh, danish so yeah. it, it, he he just he wanted you know some more unique names he he, he picked what he liked and, and that was it but it's it's too funny for me because that's all I, like people always ask if I'm Russian now. That's like yeah. the most common question. Do do you know what it means, what Mishka means? Because that's why they're asking. Yes. They they're well they I've I've heard it from two I've heard it from Russians and then I've heard it from Polish people and it's and they're different meanings for both. Like one of them means bear means bear and one of them means mouse. I can't remember which one is which. Uh, actually um the mouse one sounds similar, but it's not the same. So the mouse one is Mishka, uh, oh. as the Mishka is the little bear. Uh, little bear, Versus Mishka. Uh, oh my goodness, it sounds so, so similar. <laughs> I know. So it's uh, it's it's close. You're right, but that's why you're here. And by the way, you have you have candies uh, that are are bearing your name. So if you go to, and I know that in Toronto. Really? Absolutely. If you venture out to a Russian store uh, or an Eastern European store that has Russian candy, there is a candy called Mishka. Uh, Really? Oh, I got to get that. That's that's one thing. (laughs) Uh, If I was smart enough, uh, I should have gone to a store nearby, grabbed the candy, and then introduced you to it. But Um. I'm not that smart. I'm gonna look it up. Don't worry. I'm gonna look that up. I someone someone had sent me a picture of a vodka that was Mishka vodka, and I I laughed really hard at that. So uh, I <laughs> got some, see, they got uh, some products. You you have vodka. You have a candy. I'm sure you, have <laughs> you can have the whole Mishka collection. There, there you go. <laughs> exactly. That works. Uh, very cool. Okay, thank you. I got that out of the uh, out of the way because before I I was worried that I would forget to ask you that question. Um. <laughs> So, uh, what's the weirdest thing that ever happened to you on a set? You know, aside from wearing a skin-tight suit and, and trying to race somebody. Oh, weirdest! Oh, that's hard. Weirdest thing that's ever happened to me on a set. Oh, I gotta think about that. Um, <laughs> I can weird. ask you a different question, and you can come back to this one if you like. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um. So, out of the people. And again, you know, uh, I seeing on IMDb where you've worked, I have an inkling of who you might say, but uh, I you never know. That's why I ask these questions. So, out of all of the people that you have worked, who would you say is the best actor? Oh my goodness, 
That's 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 hard. That is hard. I I think I I, I mean I I'm pretty sure I know uh, in my mind. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that. I, well, there's quite a few, but I'll say I think the one that I was most just kind of uh, in awe of because I've I've seen him in so many things, so I already kind of had that you know uh, set up before even just meeting him and, and seeing him work uh, yeah. is I mean <laughs> it's 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 Carl Urban for me I think yeah. uh, Carl Urban playing Butcher I, I just. I just he's he's a great actor. He's been in so many things. He's I mean it's hard not to be starstruck by the guy. And also he's just he's just the nicest, just most humble guy I've, I think I've ever met on set. Uh, yeah. yeah, he he carries himself the most professional like I've ever seen. So he he's a great example. So that that also uh, impacts you as well because you're just like not only is this guy just great and has every reason to be even a little bit of a little bit cocky. He's not, he's so humble, just really, really great. One that I didn't get to see act on set, but I got to meet and was a pleasure to meet as well. Uh, well, I think he's also a great actor, Simon Pegg. Uh, yeah. He is amazing as well. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'd have to say, I have to say Carl Urban. Yeah, uh, he's, he's terrific. And every, I think every time I watch an episode uh, of The Boys, then for the next, hour or two uh i i have that accent that i keep on repeating <laughs> it kind of it, it wins <laughs> off later yeah, yeah. But, you know it's it it's just so delicious that you you can't help but, <laughs> but emulate it i love it it's true yeah. it's true he's great uh i i would agree with that um which series or film out there that you're looking at, you're saying, guys, I'm perfect for this. I, I need to reach out to whoever just so I can be in it. Wh which one would that be for you? Oh. Mm. I know as actors, perfect. we want to be in everything, but you know, what, what's do, the one? Like, for me, by the way, as you're thinking, for me, it's Billions. Uh, billions oh, is, is, is the show where you know, show. I, I want to be in it. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's, that's my show. I know the types of characters that I could play in that show. You know, if yeah, my agent yeah. is listening, billions is where <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> so I, I had people from billions on and I talked to them about billions. So it's, it's oh, amazing. My second favorite show of all time in terms of drama suits, by the way, which was shot in Toronto is, is my third, uh, on Netflix. Uh, so, so it's used show. to be suits. Uh, but now it's billion. So what what is it for you? Uh, I think I was thinking of a show that I've been watching that we, uh, my partner and I have watched recently uh, that I would love to be on and think I would be great on is, uh, because it's also a comedy and I would love to do a comedy like that, is uh, is Barry on HBO. Oh. I love that show. Like, I love that show. It looked like they just have so much fun. Like, it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so. So yeah, as one of the acting like acting students, acting students in the in the class. Oh yes, like one of the acting on students. One of the acting students in the class is actually a Chicago guy. Uh, no way. Yeah, and uh, I I don't know him, but yeah, I I know of him, and gotcha. he's uh, he's a part of the community. Um, yeah, Barry is amazing. Really uh, what a what a great show! I love it. Did, did did I don't think the new season has come out yet, right? Uh, I keep no. I keep waiting. No. Yeah, I, he, I think they're having troubles with COVID as well, though. I think because they yeah. get they're supposed to. I think they're. I don't think they've even finished uh, shooting season three, or if, I know how how much have they shot. I don't know. Because he walked off, and it's like that that ominous thing. I I need to know what happens because you know there's yes. the inherent part of you that doesn't want him to lose his humanity <laughs> and yeah. want him to to cling to it as much as possible. So yeah. That that, that show is none nothing like what I expected. It's so right. surprising. It yeah. just continues to surprise you. Like even and I love just the different things they do. Like the one episode where it's just one hit job and it's just fighting throughout the is hilarious. And like, mm -hmm. oh like just they they take some really uh neat creative uh uh things with the show. So it's nice. Yeah. And uh there's crossover. So the um, 
the guy who played the uh, the Russian mobster, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment, he's on Billions. Uh, he's a he's a oh you know, okay uh, yeah who's who's had got love that guy yeah whose head got blown off. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's a it's just yeah it really really it's one of my favorite shows absolutely so good one i yeah. because because it hasn't been out for a while it's kind of uh, in the back of my mind but that's that's a good one i need to follow up yeah. and see when, yeah, when, yeah. when <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's one thing that uh, most people do not know about you oof one thing that most people don't know about me um people people i know or just people i guess people who just see me on shows and stuff like that well i mean the people who see you on shows kind of know the characters that you play and know a little yeah. bit about from wikipedia and whatever but you know i'll give you an example so um uh, i talked to george newburn uh, a few days ago actually okay. a few days ago it seems like a few days ago since it was three interviews ago but uh i talked to him yesterday and george newburn you know, we all know from uh, File of the Bride and Scandal yeah. and you know, all these places. But I, when I asked him the question of what most people do not know about you, uh, I was blown away because he's an olive farmer. So he has an olive farm uh, at, at home. Uh, I, you know, I would not have known that. So it's one of those <laughs> things where like, I, I wrote the question exactly. down initially just because I thought it was interesting, but the most interesting things came out of me asking that question. So I'm always going to be asking it from oh, now on. So interesting. That, that's hard to follow. I can't come up with anything like that. I'm an olive farmer. But well, uh, he was also a ballet dancer for five years. So I don't know. If, uh, wow. you, know you, I know you played basketball. You're a LeBron fan, but yeah. Okay. Okay. That, I was going to say, I was like, well, basketball is a big part of, of, of my hobbies and what I do and and my team by the way is the Miami Heat and they're in the NBA finals we probably won't win but anyways so I'm I yeah basketball is definitely a huge thing uh but I think the most thing I think I'd say for people uh like uh, that they don't know about me is that I speak Haitian Creole I just think that that's the last thing people expect or at least that they they're always I mean the fact that people if they look me up they'll see that I'm from Haiti just like you saw so it's it's only if they look me up that they'll see that but I I do surprise people a lot that way, especially if, if in public, because there are Haitians uh, within Canada quite often, I'll bump into some and they'll be speaking Creole within each other and I'll chime in and say a couple of things and it always shocks people. It's always just like. Because <laughs> again, you have no accent that I can detect. So uh, yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's certainly what. That, that's because of my dad. My dad speaks like he speaks like five languages like fluently and he's got no accent in like any of them except English for some reason. But uh, so but slightly, not even that much. Most people can't tell. So, yeah, I definitely picked that up from him. Very cool. Well, maybe it was uh, it's a Persian flaw, right? Uh, just just something to make himself even more interesting aside from the names he comes up with for his kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, in terms of your your favorite team, uh, you know, do you know who drafted and uh, and uh, made Jimmy uh, be what he uh, what he became? It's uh, it's my Bulls. Uh, we we know Jimmy because uh, we yeah. we drafted okay. him, raised him, <laughs> and then we we threw him out when he started getting a big ego and he wanted everything to be isolation only. So uh, yeah, because we we know how to handle him. Okay, we we know right. he's in the right environment now. You you are right. You're right. Uh, the the thing with Jimmy is like we it, it was such a turn in Chicago because you know we love uh, kind of players that are making themselves right so you know Scotty made himself uh, Jimmy you know he was not a high pick uh, he he went out of Marquette so it was not a huge school good school but not a huge school so he kind of built himself up and he was you know started on defense and a really hard worker and everybody was in love with Jimmy and then he added offense to it and we're like Jimmy is is amazing. And he was this, he was never kind of an, uh, you know, speak your mind, ego driven uh, dude. And everybody loved uh, Jimmy. And then Jimmy uh, decided uh, that he views himself in a higher uh, regard. And then it all went downhill from there. Like he didn't want to listen to coaches. He wanted ISO. And for hey. as great as Jimmy is, 
basically Chicago said, we're done with you. Yeah. And yeah. that's when, you know, he went and eventually found a home in Miami where he's doing yeah. great. So good luck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so it didn't go downhill for him because he's now in the finals. So yeah, no. <laughs> he's, doing, he's doing great. And uh, it's just, it was an interesting right. kind of an arc uh, of Jimmy in Chicago. And yeah. I don't think kind of Chicago will ever, you know, forgive itself for, for what could have been yeah. if, you know, Jimmy was there and if, uh, you know, Derek didn't get hurt and uh, all sorts yeah. of things. I, I was always a big fan of Jimmy, though, even when he was in Chicago, especially coming out of Marquette, because my favorite player uh, is, is Dwayne Wade, obviously, coming from Marquette. Yeah. And so, and I, there's so many similarities between those two guys. So when he came to Miami, I was like, yes, like, I was ecstatic. I was like, this is the right place for him. So I, I couldn't be happier with you. Yeah, well, again, both, uh, you know, uh, Dwayne, uh, Chicago guy. So, uh, you know. That's true, that's true. That's true. Unfortunately, he didn't come to Chicago earlier, you know, when he yeah. and LeBron were supposed to go to Chicago instead of Miami. But it's good. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll never get over that part either. So <laughs> everybody uses the Bulls uh, as, as their spot to, to land somewhere else. Hey, but not you guys anymore. had Michael Jordan, okay? You guys have Michael Jordan, all right? You had it good. You had it good. The, the funny part of that, by the way, is that the Birdo Center, where they used to train, uh, mm. is like 20 minutes away from me. And my best friend's wow. daughter, uh, Bulls don't train there anymore because they, you know, they, they train downtown by the United Center. Okay. Uh, but the Birdo Center now is being utilized by kids. Uh, so... My best friend's daughter, who's a really good basketball player, she's in uh, eighth uh, grade. So her camps and uh, she plays in the Berta Center. So he's like, he sends me a picture. I was like, guess where she's training right now? And all of the banners are still there. And it's the Berta Center. Like, are you kidding me? So, That's yeah. so cool. Wow. Michael's house is still for sale here, by the way. I don't think he sold his house. Really? Uh, <laughs> it's a custom built house in Highland Park. He had, you know, imported pine trees built, uh, you know, kind of planted around there. Jeez. The gate has 23 on it. I, of yes. course, go by there. Uh, it's an article about that. Yeah, it's it's still, I, I think it still uh, uh, hasn't been purchased. He tried so, selling, you know, different ways. It still has not uh, gone from my understanding. I could be out of the loop. Someone, someone's bound to buy that. Someone's bound. It's Michael <laughs> Jordan. Like, just for that you would think so and there's you yeah. know you have a court you have an indoor uh full-size nba yeah. court right yeah. there that michael was yes. trained on like oh. <laughs> that's nuts right that's nuts. Uh, all right so did you uh come up with uh who's the best actor that you've ever worked with wait no i gave you that when i said carl urban oh, sorry the, 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 uh, the, the favorite, project, favorite project favorite project no, I gave you that one too. That was big. You mean the weirdest? Weirdest thing. What am I? Okay. Weirdest. Weirdest. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Mishka. It's all I'm, good. It's all I, good. I'm still in all my good. Michael memory bank. Oh, weirdest moment on set. This is hard for me. I don't know if you have an example. Maybe do you have an example of your weirdest moment? Of my weirdest moment? Um, that's a good question. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, because uh, because I think I'd have like a there's like a a, a no. few by weird. It could mean a lot of things. Like for for because right. I think examples for me of weird moments on set that I can think of are yeah. moments that I brought up to you where it's like uh uh seeing like coming on set and seeing uh Carl Urban face to face like that's weird to me because because of of watching you know on tv so many things and and you know especially being in haiti so it's it's a weird for me like when i saw uh uh eugene levy and Catherine o'hara that was really weird for me because i'm i'm a huge home alone fan you know yep. i, I love that movie growing up who who didn't and so so that was weird because i i saw you when i was a kid and like now I'm like in your workplace like that. So that those are weird to me. Those are definitely moments where I just like I, I stop and I'm thinking a lot in my head in the moment and, and obviously putting on a facade of, you know, just being cool, calm, collected and professional, even though in there it's and in here it's going insane. 
until you get to your trailer and then you're like ah. exactly right like it's it's those to me are weird moments like That's that i can think of off the top of my head by the way i i i remember the weirdest moment for me on set so uh we were, <laughs> we're shooting a scene in which i'm holding a makeshift urn uh this is on the lakefront of chicago i'm freezing my ass off it is <laughs> minus who knows what outside and i'm wearing multiple layers and it doesn't help and we're shooting a scene in which i'm eulogizing you know i my character is eulogizing his daughter who committed suicide so he's holding her oh, urn man. and he is supposed to say the words and then throw uh, kind of uh, her ashes into the lake. And okay. it's so numbingly cold that on, you know, like the fourth take, your mouth doesn't move as well as it should be. And then yeah, the wind changes and I throw and all of that. It came back on you? <laughs> that's a good one. So that's, that's crazy. I think that's the weirdest that happened to me. Because you're like, you're so into it and the tears are real and you're, I'm crying because, you know, I, in that particular moment, uh, early on in my career, I used the substitution method. So I'm substituting because I have okay. my daughter. So I'm imagining all that term and then all this thing goes into my face. So yeah, that was. That, that was, is hilarious. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, it is hard working out outside in the cold uh, like that. I feel you 100% there because there were I've had a lot of moments where like it's hard to move your mouth and talk. And it's and I'm like, I can't do that. I can't say it the way I'm trying to. And it's it's weird. It's a very weird thing. It's uh, and I'm wearing gloves. I'm wearing a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. I, I thought I'm smart because I'm wearing multiple, you know, yeah. layers and I, I put uh, literally, I took the kind of uh, the thing you do when you put uh, when you go skiing, you put that underneath as the right. as the layer, the thermal uh, kind of wear that's thin yeah. but that protects you. So you know, I'm very impressed with myself for kind of thinking through things. It doesn't help. You know, my my fingers are freezing yeah. inside of the gloves. Yeah. It's it's yeah, yeah the, the probably the weirdest uh, weirdest feeling aside from you know the ashes in my face. Uh, it's just you're you're like, that's funny it it starts getting to your breath uh dan Payne, uh who's uh, who's from vancouver um i don't know if you watch uh flash uh for any research or, or not yeah, but, yeah. Um, he was uh, king shark uh king shark in uh in there and then he had to uh i think they were uh where's where is it Charlie? is it vancouver or toronto i think maybe vancouver 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 so yeah. they had him go into the into the water and he had to go into the water stay there and come back out and he no shirt on because you're a king shark obviously it's cgi but he had to come out as the as himself as a human being so they put him, they put right. him and that you know he said that that thing was uh was that's probably gotta be dangerous like i didn't know you actually did that that's got to be dangerous yeah. man like he said that the stunt team beforehand he just wanted to jump in there the stunt team said no <sighs> you know we, we need to kind of splash some water on you before you do that because yeah. it'll literally take your breath away yeah. uh and you know he said that he did uh he did i think two takes that it took them and uh you can do two takes I, I don't know. And and Grant, uh, he said Grant was such a sweetheart, you know, coming out there was like, are you okay? Are you sure you want to do this? They had, you know, a hot, uh, hot bath, you know, nearby uh, to make sure that he's okay. But, you know, I, I, I don't know that my system would be actually able to handle that uh, type of thing. So I'm happy I didn't have to do that. <laughs> the things that actors have to go through just uh, to mm -hmm. make it look good and real on screen, people please appreciate it it's it's uh, it's dangerous oftentimes yes <laughs> all right uh last question for you my friend um if you had a chance to go back uh, in time and uh talk to the you know the young kid that's um you know coming out of the acting school and give one piece of acting advice what would that be um I think the one piece of advice I give myself is 
to be patient. Hmm. I think, uh, I just think that uh, early on, you expect everything to come quickly and easily. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's hard not to, right? But uh, to just kind of settle down, be patient, and just enjoy every single opportunity that you get, and then just mm-hmm. just to have fun with it, because it's always stressful. It's always you know full of nerves and things like that. But it's just uh, given where I am at today, I think it's just uh, which I, I I could I was nowhere near that when I first came out of school or you know, being younger is just, uh, it's just doing what you enjoy doing and just have fun with it. It's just have fun with it. Don't make it a job. Just don't, you know, if you're, if you're having a tough time, you're stressing, whatever, just, there's no point. Like, just, just try to have fun with it. Remember why you're doing what you're doing and hopefully you love what you're doing and then you can just have fun with it. Be patient. Things will, things will come, things will come and and you just got to enjoy the ride. Just enjoy the ride. All right. Well, now you came up with a title for the segment. Enjoy the ride. (laughs) It was going to be be have fun, you know, 30 seconds ago. Now it's going to be enjoy the ride. (laughs) I prefer enjoy the ride. I like that. I like that. Um, Thank you so much. I really appreciate you jumping on and sharing all the information and wisdom and knowledge and joy that, uh, that you bring to it. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And thanks to everybody for tuning in to another episode of The Love of Acting. We know you love it as much as we do. And that's why we do this. Thank you.